Thank you for joining us um, on a special report for AEW Double or Nothing. Uh, so first of all, on a scale of 1 to 10, what would you guys give the, this pay-per-view? 10. 10. 10. Okay. I guess uh, we'll, we'll um, go ahead and start off with Adam Page versus Brian Cage. Um, that was a pretty good, pretty good match. I think, um, you know, of course they saved the Baron matches for later. It wasn't the best match on the show, but it was also really good. I think that um, just because Brian Cage lost, that means he... I think this is going to start um, the path to him leaving Team Taz. And I'm, I'm sad, I'll be sad to see Brian go, you know, but, I mean, I don't know, I kind of feel like at the same time, maybe he needs it, you know, I don't know. Yeah, maybe so. But at the same time, though, Team Taz also needs Brian Cage, too, I, you know, it just won't be the same not seeing Brian Cage there, you know. Yeah, I, I have a feeling the whole Team Taz thing is actually just going to pull apart yeah, all together, yeah. so... I yeah, I think maybe without him it might. But I mean, you still got Hook and, and Ricky Starks. And yeah, you know, I'm, saying, I'm, I'm saying, I'm saying all that is going to too. I don't know if that team has to be a thing anymore after. Not, I mean, yeah, after the leave, I think it's just going to all go in the drain. And, you know, it would be like one of those, you know, domino effect kind of things, what you're saying. Uh, yeah, basically. So, um, and and the thing is, the the, the way the way he lost was not necessarily. Right. It was like, I guess it was. I guess it was ultimately it's kind of his fault, but it was because that it was because Starks and Hook came out there and tried to help him, and he right, yeah. didn't really want to help him. And um, I think that's probably the biggest reason he would leave, just because right. it cost him the match. It cost him the match. But um, the next match was the Tag Team Championships, the Young Bucks versus John Moxley and Eddie Kingston, which the Young Bucks retained. <laughs> that, was, that was a really good match. I, I thought that the Young Bucks were going to lose. Me too. But, um... Something they should have, but I mean... Why? I, I think they have to I can't imagine the Young Bucks losing right now. I, I'm glad that they, you know, they retained last night. I wasn't ready for the Young Bucks to lose the at all. Mm. I'm, I'm, the, I'm, a, I'm an elite guy, you know, and they made the right decision by sticking with the most elite guy, Kenny Omega. So it's only natural that, you know, I want to see them retain. I just don't think I want to see them lose. <laughs> I just don't think that Eddie Kingston and John Moxley are ready yet. Yeah. The tag team is good, you know. I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure they'll capture gold together as a tag team at some point, but it's just not now, and not against the young ones. But how much longer do you guys think that the young ones will have the belts, though? Not much longer. I think sooner. Someone's gonna come along eventually, of course, but I think it's gonna be pretty soon. Okay, um, so the next match was the Casino Battle Royal, um, it was, um, it was quite the match, we had Leo Rush as the Joker, the wild card, I guess you could say, I didn't think it was gonna be him, I think a lot of people thought it was possibly some of the WWE releases, 
but it wasn't, after all, and it was Leo Rush from New Japan. For a wrestler. I actually didn't even know he was signed from Japan. Me neither. Yeah. He did, he, he did really good. Yeah, I was surprised when they eliminated him like yeah. that, but I mean, it's not like the other company where you get a special guest uh, in the middle and, yeah, and then they, they or, go on to either win, if not win, they go on and eliminate a whole bunch of people, which is not how yeah. it works. But, I'm, yeah, I'm definitely glad. I didn't, I, I didn't even think about Leo Rush at all. And I honestly kind of forgot that he was even released. Like, I think I just kind of forgot about Leo Rush altogether. <laughs> you know, I'm glad that he made his debut last night. I really am. Yeah, I wonder if he'll, I wonder if he'll be sticking around. Oh, hopefully he will. I mean, I think that's going to help New Japan Pro Wrestling AEW further strengthen, you know, their working relationship. And I think Leo Rush is, he's, I think he'd do really well on the roster. But Jungle Boy won the Battle Royal, and I guess that, that there's a reason why Orange Cassidy lost. I don't want to get too ahead or anything, but yeah. we'll talk about that. The next match was Anthony Agogo versus Cody Rhodes. And that was a really good match right there. Anthony Gogo, he actually did a lot better than I thought he would. He did, like, a lot of wrestling moves I didn't think he would do. And it seemed like at a point he was going to beat Cody. But, you know, Cody just has that resilience. And he was able to win. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's the word we'll use for now is resilience. Um, but, yeah, he came really close to being Cody. He did really, really well. I guess that 18 months paid off. You know, 18 yeah. months of going hard with the training. And I can't wait to see what else he does. I don't, whether or not this ends the rivalry between these two, or, you know, whatever. I don't know. But I definitely can't wait to see what else he does um, in AEW because he's doing good. He should, you know, definitely can't let this loss, you know, hold him back or anything like that. Because, I mean, he went up against Cody Rhodes and he did really good against Cody Rhodes. In yeah. fact, he nearly had Cody Rhodes beat in the beginning of the match. I mean, he slowed the whole match down just with that one punch that he landed, that one gut punch he landed Cody. So, I mean, that, that in itself is really good. Just imagine how far he can get when he really starts to incorporate that with his wrestling, you know. And he kind of irons out all the kinks, you know. Mm. See, he had him be at one point, but the inexperience cost him, you know. Yeah. He got lucky. So, actually, I think Anthony Rhodes is going to be experience is what caused him to lose that match. I kind of do agree with that, actually. I think that was definitely a factor. Yeah. The TNT Championship match was next. Miro versus Lance Archer. I guess I really shouldn't have thought that Miro would have lost, especially not that quickly. And but I just thought maybe going up against someone against like Lance Archer, he probably would have lost. I was wrong. He ended up retaining. It seems like he might have the belt for quite a while too. That's that's what I'm thinking. Miro's not the type of person to jump. Honestly, he we already know he came in there to win. You know, and we've seen him wrestle when he first came in. It was pretty obvious from the get go that he wasn't going to jump to anyone. That you're going to have to really beat Miro. That's what Lance Archer wasn't able to do last night, which surprised me in a lot of ways. I mean, just the way he, you know, he went up against Lance Archer was like, Lance Archer was almost no different, you know, to him, for him than any other guy that he's faced on the roster, with the exception of, you know, Miro being thrown around a little bit. 
something yeah. you don't really see often. But I was just kind of surprised that he, you know, got Lance Archer like that. And you brought up a good point. Yeah, he just won the belt. I doubt he'd be losing it that fast. And, you know. Yeah, I was hoping that would happen. So that would be kind of, you know. Uh, I mean, you don't good. really have to worry about that anyway. Because, like I said, he's not the type of person in job. We obviously see that he's there yeah, I think to wait. He's had enough of that. In, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anyone who comes from the other company and still doesn't mind jobbing, I I don't know. I guess they obviously don't. That's just really poor. Like just. Yeah, but the thing is, Lance Archer he didn't actually tap when um, Miro put him in in that choke hole. No. He just pa um, yeah passed out. So, so he might he he may want a rematch. We may see a rematch soon, possibly. Well, you know, I don't mind if we do. That was, like I said, that was definitely that was a really good match. That's one of the best to me. That was one of the best matches on the card. That was like something that just needed to happen. That was a good match. So yeah, if we see a rematch, I'm all for that. Well, the women's championship it was Sakara Shida versus Britt Baker, and I think everyone could kind of feel that Shida was going to lose the belt because it was it was a year. It was over a year, actually. She had the belt, and Dr. Britt Baker, she was already pretty much on a winning streak. She was just, like, really winning. And yes. really climbing up uh, the rankings to get to the championship opportunity in the first place. And I think she's going to have a really good title run. And hopefully she doesn't win the belt and have it that long again, to be honest. I think it'd be a while before she wins the belt. Yeah. At least I hope it. Yeah, unless sometimes that doesn't happen. But. I mean, I I figured I honestly really did figure that Gert Baker was gonna win. We had talked about it since the last couple of podcasts we've done for our Dynamite. We've been saying that Gert Baker was gonna win, was probably gonna win the women's championship. It was just a matter of time before she lost it. Like we said, over a year. That's that's quite some time. And that's more than enough time for someone to really get themselves together and say, hey, I'm coming to beat you for this belt. You know? And Britt yeah. Baker was serious about it. She did. And I don't really think the fact that her tower reign was long was the reason she would have lost the belt. But I just... It was just time. Yeah. And Britt Baker was determined this time. A few times I didn't even think she was going to take that. No. It was a really close yeah. match. Um, the next match was Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky versus Sting and Darby Allen. And just, I have to say, Sting did some stuff yeah, I didn't expect they, him they to do. To I don't know what they gave him. But, but he, Sting has like, always been unpredictable and very uh, hard to put down. I mean, you know, he had a broken leg. He was still, you know, a long time ago. Other company, but I mean, you know, he's wrestling. He tried to wrestle with a broken leg. He was still up there trying to, you know, do stuff. Yeah. Sting is just, you know, he's he's different, I guess. <laughs> he's built different. That that's just Sting, and you put him with someone like Darby Allen, who is equally as hard to put down. It's like, what do you do in that situation? But yeah. Um. Then. The AEW World, the first of the the co-main events, as they said, it was the World Championship Triple Threat match: Kenny Omega versus Pac versus Orange Cassidy. And I thought, you know, I guess I didn't really think about it at the time, so I thought that Kenny Omega was gonna lose the belt to Orange Cassidy. 
and I would have liked to see Orange Cassidy win the belt. But thinking about it, Jungle Boy won the Casino Battle Royal, so really wouldn't have made sense. In right. two weeks, now we have Jungle Boy um, going against Kenny Omega for the championship, in which I think he'll win. And so Kenny Omega retained the belt that night. I was, I can't see Jungle Boy beating Kenny Omega. To be honest, I see something happening to Kenny, and then Jungle Boy takes advantage of him. That's just my opinion. I don't see Jungle Boy beating Kenny Omega. That's just not like facing anyone on the roster. And I'm already actually pretty upset that Jungle Boy... I mean, I'm happy for him, but I'm upset that he even... You know, that, that it happened. I don't, I don't, it shouldn't have happened. I never liked Jungle Boy. I continue to not like Jungle Boy. And the fact that he won the Casino Battle Royal is just... Uh, that's like... I don't even know what to say about that, really. Other than I'm upset about it. It was a really good match, though. There was so many close moments in there. Um... And of course, the no DQ rules pack got you know went a little bit low. They're trying to get to victory, but he thought he really wanted. Yeah, I yeah I could understand where Pack was coming from. Pack he, you know, he hasn't had a title shot like that in quite some time. And when he did go against uh, what was it, Chris Jericho? Yeah, the AEW World Championship. That was he was like one of the first actually. Yeah, he was one of the first, and I mean. It's been a long time since he had an opportunity like that. As for what he's going to do now, I I don't really know. I guess at this point, just kind of work his way back up in the rankings until he, you know, can have, you know, another opportunity. And I, my only thing for that, to say, add to that would really just be the fact that whoever's champion at the time when, when the pop comes back for his, his uh, title shot. You know, just watch out, because I think he's going to take it next time he has a, uh, an opportunity at a title. I really do. I think it's overdue. I think he should win the next time he has a title shot, because I really want to see uh, Pac as AEW World Champion. He was one of my first like candidates for a to become AEW World Champion, and um, I still want to see that. Yeah, I think if some of the events that took place in the match didn't happen, yeah. or maybe this, if it wasn't like a triple threat or something, I think Pac probably would have beat Kenny Omega because he, he did it before. Yeah, right. I think twice, I think. He did do it twice. Well, he also beat Orange Cassidy, mm -hmm. so he, he could have beat either one of them, I think, but just the, the fact that yeah, like that. he was hit with all the belts, right. too, and then thrown off the ring, which just, after that, you didn't really see him. So, I think he probably, he could have won, possibly. I think Orange Cassidy also could have won. And, luckily, no one really got involved in the match as much as I thought they would. So, that that, that was good. The only thing that, was, that wasn't good was the fact that Kane Omega retained, but... No, well, I mean, in the end, that's a good thing. I'm, I'm a huge Kane Omega fan, as you guys already know. So, anytime Kane wins, we both win. <laughs> uh, that's how I feel about it. Um... I don't know, yeah, I guess, yeah, because honestly, honestly, I'm, this is just my opinion, but second to Kenny Omega, I'd actually say Pac is the best that AEW has, yeah. because, I mean, he beat Kenny Omega twice, maybe someone said that makes him better than Kenny, I mean, that, I guess in some ways, yeah, I mean, he's got the edge of wins over Kenny, you know, and, um, but I think he's the second best that AEW has, to be honest, like, it seems like it's just really hard to beat. Yeah. And I don't think Orange Cassidy would have done that. No. At all. I just think that at the moment, the moment he puts you in the brutalized mess, it, 
Because what? It, that's how he beat Kenny both times. He yeah. Was yeah. with the brutalizer. And I know that had to, like, really add some kind of insult to injury because I bet Kenny was just thinking himself he lost by the same move. Because that's not even Peck's, his only finisher, you know? He could have yeah. finished him with the black arrow. But he beat him with the brutalizer, and that's a hard move to get out of. And I honestly really thought that he had the match one when he put that on Orange Cassidy last night. And the last match was the Stadium Stampede match. The Pinnacle versus the Inner Circle. And I'm, I'm, I'm glad the Inner Circle won. I didn't want to see them end. I think it would have been too soon yeah, to see yeah. the faction break up. And I'm glad they won. It was a really good match. But I didn't even expect Sammy Guevara to be the one to get the victory for the Inner Circle. I thought it was going to be Chris Jericho. Because that just seemed like how it would be. But it was Sammy Guevara. I guess he probably had... He played... I guess he that was his moment. Yeah. Right there. And he played a big part, I think, in this whole thing. Especially this this right. thing going on with Sean Spears and everything. I mean, considering where he was in the rivalry the whole time, and you look at it, he was kind of like the one everyone thought was going to permanently leave the inner circle. Yeah. And I guess it, the way that it, it went down was just basically he felt like he really needed to win for the team because he kind of let, you know, almost kind of betrayed the team really, at one point. And I think that was like the perfect way to have it, and was for him to win the match. Well, thank you for joining us. Um, we're gonna be doing a raw later tonight, and um, and then it will be NXT and AEW Dynamite. So, uh, thank you for joining us. We'll be back later, though.